Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here, as always, with my boy, Jordan. Hello. And um, we're today, we are going to be coming chapters 9 through 12. And so let's just hit it off right away, right? Uh, here, we're discussing the possibilities of more than 16 medals, which... That's kind of crazy. Sazed uh, lied to us. <laughs> yes, I'm mad at Sazed. Yeah, it's stop. like, um, so I am no longer Team Sazed, if that's the truth. Because like, <laughs> how you gonna how you gonna lie to my boy Spook like that? Um, you know, Lord Mistborn, freaking awesome, right? Like right. the greatest Mistborn in history is Spook, like all aboard. Um, and they called, uh, they, they name dropped Ascendant Warrior, which that has to be Vin. Vin, Vin, right? Vin. That's yeah. 100% Vin. Mm-hmm. So super excited about that. that. Like, it just makes me giddy. I, I don't know how the best way to explain it, but I think giddy is probably the best like word, I guess, right? It's like, nostalgic. Yeah. It, it's just like, uh, yeah, that's, that's my girl, Vin. Um, so... Yeah, and so Marcy is confessing that she likes a cushy city life, right? right. Like she mm-hmm. likes, and I'll be honest with you, I agree with her. There's a lot of these people that, like, you know, I live close to and whatnot that be like raw, raw, you know, real man, farmer life, and you know, living out in the boonies, and you know, we used to shovel ice and then <laughs> put out fires and whatnot. It's like. Yeah, but you're here just like I am, right? Right? You live right next door to me. Right. Right? So you have the exact same stuff. And so I think... The same opportunity almost. Yeah, exactly. Same opportunities. You have the same, you know, environmental struggles that I do. Right? right? So don't don't lecture me about like, you know, oh, you, you came from such a <laughs> tough life. It's like, yeah, but you also left that tough life as well, right? For a reason because it becomes too much. Right. That's on you. So, yeah. So... Yeah, um, I sympathize with her. I would not live in the roughs at all. I would maybe, live. Maybe I don't live. I don't like city because I don't like, um, you know, noise that much noise and right. congestion and traffic and whatnot. So, but nobody, yeah, nobody really wants to give up their comfortable habits either. It's like, oh, this yeah, is super comfortable. Like, Why would I give this up if I don't have to? You know. And I, and I really did appreciate her honesty in mm. that sense. Um, which is not often that that happens. Uh, yeah. So anyways, so, uh, she's studying criminal justice to help the city. Like she, I think to her, she's like, this is how she, you know, helps the city to her. This is how, because she, she's not a hero, right? She's not, mm-hmm. she, her elementic powers are not, or no, is it element? Yeah. Hers is elementic. Her elementic powers are not good or, you know, combat worthy. Like, yeah, combat worthy. So, and I'm guessing she doesn't know judo or <laughs> kickboxing or anything like that. Um, Maybe. Yeah. So it's, you know, she, she's going to help out the city using her words. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then she brought, she used an example of a, some rich guy came in and he renovated the city, right? And for him, he, I think it was some like, what was it? Broken. It was not a broken window fallacy because that's something else. It was like a broken window theory where it's when someone sees a broken window, then he's more likely to act irrationally or like Mm -hmm. more violently because he thinks like, this is just a trashy place. I'm just going to act trashy. 
And I think that there is some truth to that on a certain level. Um, And I think that was kind of the... Again, all right, not to get too political on the podcast, but I think that was kind of the idea behind some welfare programs or some infrastructure programs is if you just throw a crap ton of money at a city and, you know, you fix the roads, fix the bridges, and you make it all nice and pretty, then, you know, you might... The idea is that that lowers the crime, and I am sure that that might have worked for a little bit, but then, you know, eventually doesn't. Um, (laughs) Eventually peters out. Yeah, so... uh, I'm not sure how far Mercy's plans are going to go here or, you know, and we're at the mercy of Sanderson in this book, right? So if right. Sanderson wants to make it that this is how this universe works, then let it be. Then let it be. And I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Wax is, holy crap, Wax deduces that Mercy is a half-sister of Stairs. Stairs being the bastard daughter of Lord Harms. Uh and okay, I'm a parent. You, you you can't treat a bastard daughter lesser than your actual, actual daughter. Yeah. Like, and he, he doesn't even treat her like. It's not even like one of those things where he just like treats her that way because he's afraid someone's gonna find out that it's his actual blood daughter. Right. Because you can still treat her nicely and then not have everyone else find out that, you know, this is your blood daughter. So. Uh, massive loss, or sorry, massive respect lost from me to Lord Harm. Right, and Lord. I mean, I don't know. Back in the, I mean, I guess the time it was depicting it was a little different. So, I mean, that was probably yeah, acceptable. Yeah, yeah. But in today's standard, like, obviously, it's not. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But it's like at the end of the day, for me, the way I see it, there's cer- certain things that like it's just sacred, wrong. Right, yeah, like sacred, right? Like I'm not expecting him to give her land or the wealth or anything like that. Just like don't treat her like a jerk. Right. Yeah. Be uh, humble. Yeah. Um So, let's see. So, w- while apologizing, Wayne casually says the tea is poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, "Hmm. Hey there. By the way, I'm I'm poisoned, and he just falls over. <laughs> that was oh, hilarious. I, that was so well done. I loved it. Um, but he—that's yeah. just his character. That's how they yeah. depict him in time. That's all. Which yeah. I agree with. Yeah, I, it's awesome. I loved it when he said that. I literally like cracked up. I was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" And then, yeah, lo and behold, Tialum, Tialum. How do you pronounce it? T- I don't know. T- I mean, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So he, um. Uh, is a trader, or I don't know if he's a trader or whatever, but double agent. So he's a double agent, and he shoots at uh, good old Waxy, and then right, um, which is crazy because he could have done a million things by this point, but he he shoots at him. I I think it was aluminum bullets, right? Or right. no, or does he miss? No, 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 no. What was it? I he 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 pulls out a gun, but the gun was not aluminum. I think so. Like he. Uh, wax think, like, like pushes on the gun elementally. Yeah, and it like it doesn't shoot himself, but like the gun like shoots upward. Right. To mind, if I remember correctly, you're right. Um, and then so he blows up some gift basket thing, and then <laughs> Wayne slows down time, and you can right. see like this flower of flame like growing and expanding, and they're like talking about like what do we need to do, like. We could go out this way. Nah, could never make it. 
jump out the windows and eh, it's too high. <laughs> and then like taking their time while the entire time like Mercy's like, um what guys. Yeah. And then Wax, like he makes himself super heavy with his Furukumi and like, you know, falls to the floor. That's so cool. I mean, I'm just gonna say, like, the ferrochemical, the alimentic and ferrochemical powers being used in conjunction, again, I have to say, is a very good touch on the next yes. generation. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, I I liked it a lot. Um, and that was the end of Chapter 10. Uh, they kind of fall through, and Tialum does get swallowed by the explosion, so mm-hmm. he is dead. He is Daddy Robinson. And Chapter 10... Uh, the trio is following up on Wayne's lead, and they ha- there's explosive traps all over, like sticks of dynamite everywhere. Um, and so we get in a little bit more detail on Wayne's backstory as he's mm-hmm. explaining it to Mercy. Uh, Wayne was a criminal, and he was going to be hanged. And so what happened was that he accidentally killed a man, and it was this guy. It was a robbery. Like, it was armed robbery. Right. Uh, and the guy was like a working man, had three kids and whatnot. And he shot and killed him as part of the robbery. And I don't, and I think he said he didn't mean to. Right. And the kids to this day still haven't forgiven him, but they do take his money, which I I don't blame him for. And, uh, what I mean, most people would. Yeah. Yeah. I have, yeah. I'm not one of those people that's like, no, I'm not taking your money. No, screw you. I love money. I, if you're just, if you wronged me and this is how you feel like you gotta, you know, go about, doing stuff like you know reparations in your own mind then by all means but i also don't have to forgive you i I think i'm i'm content with that line of thinking personally uh i think it i mean i think it's good yeah yeah and so yeah and i think one of the kids is even in university at this point Mm -hmm. so it's been a while right and so Wax goes around and he's talking to some beggars and he confirms the vanishers have been moving large stuff. And when they, they hand, uh, and this is Wayne and Mercy, they hand Wax a cigar box and using some magic Wax decryption method, <laughs> he, fig- <laughs> he figures out that it's Miles' hundred lives, which is right. the guy that he thought was the masked man at the... At the what's it called? The banquet the attack. Or... Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah yeah the banquet uh, attack, the banquet raid. So, yeah, that's the end of chapter ten, and then chapter eleven we get the villain POV. Oh, I like this one. I like how he did this. The villain yes. POV is always awesome. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. I have theory time. I think the big stuff that they're taking are like mechs. The only reason I have to go off of this is Legend of Korra. Oh my gosh. That's it. That's it. I have nothing else to go off of. That's it. Legend of Korra. Okay. (laughs) I mean, to be honest with you, like my whole philosophy behind what they were taking was I, I fell for it. I mean, I fell for, I'm falling for most of, what Sanderson does something like most of the time, like in the first Miss trilogy, I fell for it. But like, again, like I was kind of on the side of like, I don't know what they're taking. Like I couldn't even like deduce it because it like if multiple things sounded right when I was thinking about them, like, Oh, they could have taken this, 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 like 
Like it could have all been a distraction, and I'm just missing the point. No, you know I got I mean? you. No, no, I got you. Um, yeah. So let's see. It. So would you say? And for those of you listening, Jordan has been a poo-poo head and gone ahead and read super far ahead again. Um, but it's okay. It's okay. We don't judge here. This is a safe sure space. We no, no, there's no safe space. We we judge as soon as we start recording, and I just berate Jordan over text and voice and in person and whatnot. Pretty much. Uh, but would you say that the big reveal that happens in this book is still like earned? Like it's not one of those that's just like, oh, you know, you just threw it out for the sake of. A plot twist, but would you say that it's like laid out properly? I think the book's well written to the fact where the end. No, dude, it, it, I put myself in this predicament. I think you're going to be very surprised at what happens. Okay, okay, that's I'm totally cool with that. Um, Just off what you're saying and the predictions you've made. You're going to be very surprised, and I I think you're gonna like it. I I don't know. This is pretty good. Okay, I'm I'm in. I'm I'm enjoying this book a lot. And for what it's worth, I know a lot of people don't agree, but Mistborn Era One, the first Mistborn book, kind of starts off a little bit difficult to get into. It it, it was kind of boring. Right. Um, having said that, that's a lot easier to do a more fun first book when you've already established the entire history and universe in the previous three books. So right. this is not a knock on final empire. This is just, you know, I am enjoying ally of law where at this point I was not enjoying final empire as much the first time around. Right. I mean, I have, you know, Chris is trying to get into the first book. Yeah. Oh he's, yeah. So how he is said, he? He's saying the same thing you did. It's a little slow. I just have a feeling once it starts picking up, he won't be able to put it down. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that when it hits, it it hits like a bat. Um, it's different. <laughs> yeah, it hit different. <laughs> so anyways, chapter 11, Miles. Um, at first, I thought he was a uh, big boss man, but it doesn't seem that way. Mm -hmm. uh, he burns gold, both as an alamancer and as a uh, ferrucumist. So this gives him compounding abilities, which um, I have heard about before because someone mentioned it on Reddit. Uh, I, I kind of wish that they hadn't because I feel like that's kind of a minor spoiler for Aloe of Love, but whatever. Right. Yeah, so it's compounding. Um, apparently when you can burn for both, can you, when you can store, um, I guess, Farukami, like health, and then you burn it, it like, doubles and it's way more efficient so it's like it's a double the power and double the like storage amount i guess so it's yeah, like efficiency yeah, is just way higher you're burning it and storing it at a faster rate instead of having to like make yourself sick to burn now, gold i'm really really I, i'm very tempted to look up alimantic inferochemical tables that we have so far i'm probably going to look it up when we get done here in the here of ages book as far as like you know what it is we know about both and i'm curious to see what we can find like um you know good uh i don't know 
combinations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great combinations for Twinborn because, to my understanding, gold, alimentically speaking, is not that useful. Well, right, but I mean, again, think about Wax. Wax uses his weight to push against himself if there's a heavy object on the other side. So as long as he has that heavy weight, it's a counterbalance. So they 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 work well with each other. No, no, I, I get that. But in this situation, to my understanding, gold, I think, shows your own past. Right. There's not much of a conjunction there or good combination power of showing your own past while you're healing yourself a ton. I mean, I guess you could just be like the Hulk, you know, where you're just sitting there thinking about your past while someone's just hitting you and you're just healing through it. Well, <laughs> like, right, right. Well, well, I, mean, I was thinking that it was just... Like he's just burning the gold straight into life. Like that's the way I thought about it. Like he's burning it, but it's just converting straight into the life. Um. Yes, but that's gold from the ele- fer- ferrochemical side, right? Not the elementic side. Completely ferrochemical. Right. So then, what you're saying is that like his. Alchemical side is or alchemical basic, side is, is basically useless. He doesn't. I, I don't imagine that he has much use for it on a, you know, combat side. Right. Now, and that's why I was. That's what I meant was like, is there a good? Would there be a good twin born combination where you use compounding that just makes you super dangerous? Right, like pewter. What 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 does pewter do? Isn't no. What does copper do? Copper bur- uh, per, uh, hides you as an elementer, so no yeah. copper. Because I remember copper stores like, like memories and whatnot. Does, doesn't pewter store physical traits, and then pewter actually enhances your physical traits as yeah, an elementer? Yeah, that could be a crazy, crazy. So could you like double up? Could you store it Oof. and then use p- pewter and then double it up again if you tap into your pewter mine? Like, does it just Imagine, okay, so could you imagine if you had a Mistborn with a full-blown Ferrochemist? Because, okay, 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 so something, something's bothering me. Seizet was a full Ferrochemist, right, where he had access to all Ferrochemical abilities. Right. These guys seem to only be able to, like, I understand that they're Mistings, and there, are, there apparently seem to be no Mistborn left, but to my understanding, they only have one Ferrochemical ability as well. Mm-hmm. What the hell? You're saying, why don't they have all of them? Why yeah, because this is so line. stupid. Uh, yeah, that's true. But it's just like, this is so stupid. How are you going to give me more Mistborn in the future, like Era 3 and Era 4, if you're not? Come on, Sanderson, this is right. unacceptable. Which makes me wonder, like, why didn't Lord Ruler store all that pewter and then, like, use pewter and just be, like, triple as fast as anybody else and just, like, tear up Vin in a second? Like, I think he kind of did, right? Like, in the sense that, like, if you remember when he slapped, he basically just slapped Kelsier dead. I mean that's true, right? So he he definitely had, but I think what happened was that like, um, with Vin he was just like cocky, and then the mists of course helped her and whatnot. So right, yeah. When you're the power of half a god, yeah. So that makes sense. Um. So, anyways, um, yeah, he's burning gold to remain immortal like the Lord Ruler. And he thinks himself a hero to the poor. So I, I'm very, very glad with this because last time we had a villain who was just 
you know, just a being of chaos and like, I just want to destroy things because that's my purpose in life. And I'm right. cool with that. But, but I also, me personally, I prefer villains that are more nuanced and they're just like, you know, I'm doing what I feel is right. And right. if this guy is the villain of this trilogy, I'm cool with that. Um, and him thinking that what he's doing is to help the poor or the weak. Great. And okay. But this is where it gets interesting. He worships the god named Trell, which he that was definitely a god that was uh, I think Sezed preached to I think Kelsier. Right. That was I, I recognize that name freaking instantly as soon as I, I'm like okay that I am pretty sure that was the one that he preached to um, Kelsier. Right, one of um, the few that he did. Yes, or the one uh, I think he preached many to Kelsier. It's just a few that we know of like by name that mm. he had. So. Anyways, um, and he's, he himself seems to have a big old boss man, or at least what seems to be maybe an investor, whose name is Mr. Suit. Mr. Uh, Suit. I, I'm not sure how I feel about that name. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, that was lowball. They lowballed yeah. us in that one. Um, but at the same time, it, it kinda, it's kind of like catchy, too. You know, it's like Mr. Suit. Mr. Suit. Yeah, I like it. It's I like I said, I don't know how I feel. It's there's parts where I was like, I could have gone with something a little bit better. And then at the same time it's like <laughs> if you're trying to re- remain anonymous, right? Mr. Suit that like, that feels like that could be a name that strikes fear. So I'm cool with that. <laughs> strikes fear. Yeah. You know, eventually if you build enough notoriety, Mr. Suit, like I could strike say that. fear into people. Yeah. Like the and, Joker. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, don't disrespect the suit. Um, so, apparently, Miles was there at the party. So, the, uh, Wax was right. That masked man that he had shot was Miles. Was Miles. And he, apparently, he really respects Wax a lot. And everything that he stands for, or at the very least, stood for. It's just he feels like the Wax has lost his way and pursuing his means with the wrong way. Right, his means and, to an end. Yes. And uh, apparently, Wax and Miles used to work together in the roughs along with John Deadfinger. So I'm going to look at what, yeah, what a name. Yeah. Those have to be nicknames, right? Like Miles 100 Lives. Like, I doubt, you know, baby pops out and the mom's like, all right, <laughs> you look like a Miles 100 Lives. Yep. Um, That's exactly how it happened, and you know it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She looked at him and was like, yeah, my baby's a <laughs> twin born. <laughs> Uh, awesome. so chapter 12, the trio arrives at the roughs and Wayne starts to put on a different persona, like the pretzel guy that like, <laughs> did the, uh, I, I'm loving Wayne. Like it's one of those, I like know. he's a, he's, he's a cliche character, but I love that cliche character, man. I, I, I can't help it. I do. He's just, he, I don't know. I, I, I. From the day one of hearing Wayne's character, I was like, that's my boy. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, and then he also exchanges hats. Um, I think he he exchanged hats just so he's less noticed. I think he does that more. Awesome. I hope... Yeah, I think he does that quite a bit. So, you know, he keeps his privacy and notoriety down, I guess. Right. And harder to track and whatnot. So... That's cool. I hope we see that more just pop up just casually every now and mm-hmm. then just to kind of keep up that character trait. Their persona. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Um, so yeah, uh, Wayne thinks that Mercy would help Wax get o- his mind off of Leslie, and he's just like, you know, you're a beautiful girl. Leslie was a beautiful girl too, but he's got to get right. over her. And hmm. uh, I don't know if I'd go to Wax for uh, depression help, uh, but his 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 heart's in the right place. We'll right. we'll put it that way. Um, and he, he is, they definitely do seem to have a really great, like, you know, brother friendship chemistry Ish. going on. And I, I love that. Um, the other series I told you that I was reading at the same time, Rhyria Chronicles, yeah. I'm reading that right now. Uh, which by the way, if you, uh, want to read something alongside, I highly recommend reading that because that's freaking awesome. I, I like that book. I'm not, I'm almost done with the first one, I think. You yeah, I'm almost done. I, yeah, because I'm, I'm do, doing the graphic audio, and they they don't do chapters; they do parts. Um, so I think I only have two parts left, which is like two hours. Oh no, no, no. okay, okay, I know, I know what it is. I'm done. I'm almost done with the first. Uh, what happened was that he wrote these books himself, and then eventually, when he got a publisher, the publisher com- combined like each pairs of book into one book. So okay. book one and two became book one under that publisher. So I think I'm almost done with half of the first book, okay. which, which would be one standalone book under him. So it, right. it's it's weird. He himself knows it's how how confusing it is. Uh, um, nice. If you go on his website, he'll say like, and to add further to the confusion, and he like lists off like why this is confusing now and whatnot. It's it's funny. He he's a good guy. Um, he in fact a uh, little bit of trivia. Uh, Michael J. Sullivan, I think, is the highest, is the most uh, successful self-published fantasy author in the world, I think. What? Yeah. So he actually went into self-publishing, um, which is really cool, really risky. And um, you, you turn it, you, I think you find out really quickly why you need a publisher um, to do, handle, you know, the marketing, the packaging, the art, mm-hmm. the cover, the printing, all that stuff. Um. So yeah, he he went the self-publishing route, and I think it was his wife that helped him out a ton, and I think his daughter as well. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it became a whole family endeavor, and yeah, uh, good for him, man. Like they put in the work, and I hope they're reaping more than the benefits that they deserve because he right man, love love to see it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. um, and he's very responsive too. He's responded to my Reddit comments a lot, which is awesome. Yeah, it, that's great. Um, I backed his Kickstarter too for um, Nolan, which is going to be another the start of his new trilogy. So I'm super hyped for that. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> we back to back to the vlog here, right? And so. Wax, so the POV jumps back and forth a bit, right? In the last couple chapters, last Uh one as well. So, um, chapter 12, Wax uh, hears a scream and he sees the guy in a mask and it's presumably Miles. And he, and then he realized he kind of like it hit him. It's like, oh man, I completely forgot that Miles was a what's it called? He was a cop too, right? He was a constable. Yeah, I'm not saying constable, he was a cop too. What constable of the roughs. Yeah, okay. Well, he's put it like that. It's actually kind of epic sounding. But yeah, he was a cop as well. And so he, it kind of hit him. It's like, oh my God, if he, if I knew he was after me, which I kind of came to the conclusion of, right. I should have realized that, you know, he's a hunter 
as well. So that was that's he cool. Knows. Yeah, he knows. So yeah, now hopefully we get to see a cool uh, battle of the ages. Uh, for uh, he he's more of an elemancer himself, right? Um, what's his face? Come on, what's his name? Uh, yes. Wax. Wax oh, is Max. more of an elemancer, whereas he's more of a ferrochemist. So let's go. Bring it. Let's go. Let's go. Right. So next time we will be covering chapter 13 through 16. Uh, again, I know, unfortunately, we have to slow it down, but I'd rather us, we not have to adjust our goals because we're late on stuff. Um, and like, you know, I promise you, oh, we'll do chapters 13 to 20, and then I can only do chapters 13 to 17. I'd rather just do, okay, 13 to 16. I know, hopefully, that I can make that and, you know, I don't. I, I hate to overpromise and underdeliver. Right. Uh, so as always, uh, please follow us on Twitter at, under, at pod underscore bookkeeper and Instagram and TikTok at keepers of the book. Uh, please join our Discord. It's on all our, our show notes. And yeah, until next time. Thank you, everyone. Uh-huh.